0: kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jae We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? WWE series, the Wild Wild Everywhere series. It's under our Big Picture and Global Perspective category. You can find the full list of the industries we shall cover under this category on our website, jf.foundation, that is Foundation. This episode is a continuation of the last episode. It's all part of the same recording. We're continuing to unpack and expose the flaws in our thinking and character that are the primary cause of our 21st century problems. We are contrasting with the type of mindset that we need to harbor if we are to successfully overcome our biggest challenges in sectors like housing, infrastructure, manufacturing, healthcare, international and global trade. We are also calling upon individuals to adopt this mindset. It's going to take collaboration between them and their governments to tackle our 21st century challenges rather than the current divide between government and citizens happening all around the globe. I don't have all the answers, but I believe we can put our minds together and get to the bottom of things. So open up your heart and mind, and let's take a ride around this planet and some countries. We got the product, we got the tools, we got the minds, we got the youth. We going wild, we on the loose. People is lying, we are the truth. Everything old shall now become new. Belisa be green, bearing the fruit. Love God and our neighbor as written in Luke. The army of God and we are the truth. <laughs> Standard now and it's universal basic income as a wage subsidy so I'm proposing okay stage one of, of UBI universal basic income as a rollout the stage one rollout you know as a wage subsidy to companies that can't pay minimum standard of earning so now you're meeting with companies and you're telling them hey we aren't going to allow anyone to live below the ideal or minimum standard of living of the city this state this province this country EDC. So now what we're willing to do is that we're going to subsidize the percentage, you know, we're going to subsidize maybe 30% of your company's wages to make sure that every employee stays on board and you're able to pay them according to the, you know, what we've argued is now the ideal standard of living for the next, you know, number number of months, you know, it can be a year or two, whatever it is, but you're giving them a duration because when you're introducing new policy, it's 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 always a, a gradual you know phase out of the old while you you you're introducing something new so you're not just saying hey just because you can't pay people and you it's now illegal to do that to pay people below this amount of money which is a minimum standard of living you know companies are gonna do what is the next logical thing. They're just gonna look at their books and say, well, who don't we need right now? Who can we do away with? You know and then you, 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 they're just gonna cut, cut. You know, they're just gonna let go of a whole bunch of people because they have to now obey the law of the land. But now, of course, you would create a problem of unemployment. But now, what you're saying is you just subsidize them, saying, "Hey, we're giving you a runway, or a grace period, or figure out." And we, you know, these other tools we're going to make available to you, we're going to work with you, how you can scale up your business, you know, improve efficiency here and there so that you can keep your stuff, but you have to be thinking about it because once the subsidy ends, then you have to make sure that, you know, we're making sure that you had enough time to plan for this. So, of course, this this would propel us towards like a gradual evolution of like complete universal basic income. But I beg to defer. I think most people are looking at it as, a, as a, you know, something permanent. I, I haven't really thought about it as being something permanent in the sense of um, kind of being something that is 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 an every year thing, or maybe it's, something becomes like the norm. But what I believe is that if the economy is operating anywhere close to eighty percent efficiency, I think the majority of the population wouldn't need UBI. I don't I don't think they would. I, I think if our economies are performing anywhere close to eighty percent efficiency. Well, you know, we're using Pareto's law in the first episode, we're saying if you really want to use Pareto's law and then you want to use Pareto efficiency and saying what's the efficiency right now of our economies? I think 20, you know, 80% of the output is from only 20% of the input. So if we had more input to balance things out and the economy is operating you know above 20 percent 25 percent if you if if right now you say okay 80 percent of the outputs are from 20 percent of the inputs then you run the numbers then that would mean the actual efficiency of the economy is 25 percent that means there's a lot of waste There's a lot of things we're not putting to use. And that's why I still, I I believe, we're still living in the 20th century. Um, So UBI, in a sense, then, is just a wage subsidy. So then we talked about, you know, what comes next after you establish UBI. So again, now you're thinking at a higher level. You're thinking at a higher level. New ideas, new ideas can't come to you, in most cases with all innovation, it's almost like your creativity and your imagination is only triggered once you're in a place of demand, you know, when you're faced with a problem. But the problem is that we're trying to get to a destination of, let's say, We we let's say let's say this whole journey of this generation is I don't know, let's say a hundred kilometers. So our destination for a quality of life around the world globally that would make us really feel like we accomplished something in this generation. Let's say it's a hundred kilometers away. The destination is at the end of these a hundred kilometers. Our creativity is not going to be ignited if we are scared of solving problems within the first kilometer, within the first two kilometers. You see what I mean? It's We're stuck. We're not moving. That's the problem. We're not moving. We're not taking a step forward. We're, we're, there's so many... In, um, division, there's so much division that is, is stopping us from moving forward along this hundred, let's say hundred kilometer journey and the creativity, we, we cannot tap into the creativity we need when we are halfway there right now. There's no way we can ignite that. It's impossible. It's against the human grain. You cannot solve problems that, you haven't yet even faced that potentially that there are obstacles to where you're trying to get to. If 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 you're still stuck and you don't want to take that initial step of faith and say, okay, let's let's implement this. Because right now, one person can be for it, one person can, can be like, hey, okay, I agree, let's do it. Then another party, because of whatever, you know, what whatever, whatever is happening behind the scenes, they're against it. So what's happening right now, it's almost like the number of forces forward is the same amount of force backwards. So we are standing still, we're not moving forward. So we cannot, if if it's going to take us 10 years or another 10 years before we can agree on something like UBI, when COVID has given us an example that what essentially all the uh, government um, payouts have been doing, it's essentially universal basic income. That's what it's been. But if we're scared to do something like that and understand that, hey, we, we we are human beings and whatever laws we put in place, we don't solve the laws. The laws are there to help us. Whatever new regulation we put in place, it's almost like people it's almost people look at it as these human beings and then this whole entity of regulation and laws is this other mythical or like thing that can't be changed. We're not moving in a straight line to that destination that's a hundred kilometers away. No, we're not. We are meandering, you know, like oh, the, the the type of this journey is uh, we're going through valleys, then we're going up a hill, then down through valleys, then maybe going off into a scenery path and coming back onto the main road. And that's that's what life is about. But we're not even moving forward. So we can't make mistakes. And, you know, of course, how are we going to learn that this works if we don't even try experimenting it? Who's to say that if you put a new policy or regulation that makes sense right now. Who's to say that if you activate it and, and there is an objective and, and then you look at the output, you look at the results, the end result. We have all these data machines. We're collecting so much data. We have, we're spying on people. We, we, we're doing all of these other things that are useless. And, and if you implement a policy and say, hey, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's let's rethink about this. You know, we we thought this would work, but it didn't work. So let's try something new. But you know what the problem is? Every person is just pledging allegiance to their party. So if one party says, uh, one political party says, this is the move we're going to make. Because they're the ones in power, and maybe they have more numbers in Congress or Senate or whatever you want to call it, Parliament. When they make that decision, it almost feels like the other party, even if it's a good decision, the other party wants them to fail. You know, they don't want it's almost like they're just waiting for that to fail because when the next election comes around, they they you know, they can stand on the podium and say, Well, you say you 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 tried this and it didn't work and it failed. You did this, and it didn't work, and it failed. You did this. It didn't work. It's on you. It's on you. You see what I mean? So we can't even move forward. We can't iterate. You know, we love to use all these cool technologies and whatever. And, and if you look at the product roadmap of every product that you enjoy using today, from your smartphone to your car, those those products were never what they are today. Those entrepreneurs had to iterate. They had to keep trying and failing and say, okay, that doesn't work. Let's try this. That doesn't work. Let's try this. That doesn't work. Let's try this. If we can do that in other places like technology, we can do the same for policy. We absolutely can. If, if, you, if you implement a new policy and three months in, you're like, okay, this is not going as we expected. Hey, let's come back to the drawing board let's revise let's come back with new ideas let's 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 rethink this how can we do this we get to move forward no decisions are being made right now no substantial decisions are being made right now and of course there's such a big divide between public sector and private sector that it's it's crazy So if it takes you 10 years (laughs) or 10 years just to raise minimum wage from from $6 all the way to 12, and yet the rate of standard of living in those 10 years has increased 10 times what it's just almost... 20 times what the rate of increase of minimum wage has been, are we going to take another 20 years? But when are we ever going to get to a point where those two numbers are the same? Do you see what I mean? It's We're not moving forward. We're stuck in the 20th century. Yes, we've got some cool things here and there. But if you, we're not, we're not. Don't be deceived by 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 TikToks and Instagrams. Don't be. No. New features on Instagram and TikTok doesn't mean that, 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 that we've developed. It makes it seem that way. And yes, there's these cool things about you know things like this. You know, you know, there's a lot of humor that goes around and comedy and things like that, which lighten up the mood and whatever. But when when you look at the 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 real fundamental issues the fundamental sectors that uphold our livelihood we're still in the 20th century we have the capacity for for planes that can take you between you know all around the world, in like any flight from the longest flight, whatever, whichever one you want to come up with, in under an hour, you know, I mean, 30 minutes. We have the capacity for that. We have the capacity to even come up with planes that can move at faster speeds. We have it. But there's a whole bunch of. Regulation policy, you know, some people just don't want to see the planet move forward because it wouldn't be good for your ego if the innovation came from someone else's company. And then now we have startup companies, we have all these innovation companies. You see, before it, it, it starts off as something global where it is countries fighting against countries. Then it becomes something internal where it's citizens fighting against citizens. Then it then it becomes it just keeps on going down. You know, now you have people whose spirit should just be towards innovation. But of course, you know, we want to be the company that discovered that first. So now the other companies founders are in bed with politician, so-and-so who is in charge of policy or maybe regulation or standard approval of that product. So they can't come into market. You've just put obstacles in their way just because, but here's the thing, you're affecting all of humanity. There is no reason as to why we should still be having eight-hour flights. Absolutely no reason. No reason at all. No reason at all that we should be having these eight-hour flights. No. 14 hours? When we have plans, we we have technology that can get people on the longest flight in under 30 minutes where you could start off your day in Europe, you know, spend lunch somewhere in Africa, then go to bed in America or Asia where you can travel to three continents in one day. Those are the... We should, (laughs) listen, if we know we can have the quality of life, by default, anyone that is standing in between what we have right now and that kind of picture, we should just ask them, just move out of the way, you know, holding humanity back. Do you know what it would mean to start off the day in one continent, spend life, have breakfast? in one continent in Europe, spend lunch in Africa, go on a one hour ride, you know, around the, the, you know, some, you know, some national parks, you know, the Serengeti, you know, you have lunch somewhere in Africa, you started, you had breakfast in Europe and then now you're having dinner in Asia. Do you know what that would mean? And then you wake up the next morning and say, Hey, you have a meeting in the in the Caribbean. For me, that's when it really comes down to it. If we're able to make that kind of lifestyle, quality of life, uh, quality of life available, for me, that's that's how I look at how we have um, how how we have evolved as a generation, how we, that's, for me, that's my standard of develop, of development. For me, that is the standard. That is what I see possible. That is what I look at as saying, if we achieve that, you know, you can leave this planet. You can check out of this life and say, man, I, I had a great time. For me, that's that's how high my standard is. I, so for me, I look at that and I say, why aren't we doing that? Think of it right now with how long it's taking us to implement policies, simple policies like minimum wage, just simple things, You know, even in healthcare or these other, these other things like housing projects. How long do you think it will be possible before you can have breakfast in Europe lunch in Africa hey you can even have um a snack in North America afternoon snack play around a golf somewhere in North America and then go to sleep in Asia somewhere in Asia wake up and you know go to the Caribbean and then do it all over again how long do you think how many years But that's what's possible, that is possible. But you see, we can't get to the quality of life if we can't even think about, if we can't even think beyond just building apartments. There's no way. So for me, I'm not affiliated with a party, but let me just use an example. If I belong to a certain party and I, and let's say, the people in my party, someone from the party that uh, I'm not affiliated with came and said, hey, this is what we have in place whereby we can have transportation infrastructure that can enable you to um have breakfast in Europe, have lunch in Africa, have an afternoon snack somewhere in North America, and then have dinner in Asia. If that's what they put on, if that's what they say, Hey, this is what is possible. I'm, 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 I'm crossing the line, man. I'm, I'm, For me, logic, what makes sense always transcends my ties to like to party. I'm sorry. Why would I in good conscience deny humanity the ability to experience something like that and vote against or and cut a backdoor deal with with, with, with the with, with with someone that I'm in bed with, uh, because I don't want, I want them to, to maintain monopoly over, you know, supply that would enable this other entrepreneur to make that available or, you know, other things, let's say in healthcare, it, 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 you have, the problem is how we live today is we don't have character. We don't have selflessness. People don't look at themselves as humanity first. People don't look at themselves as, as Canadians first or Americans first or British first, or you know what I mean? It's, it's you identify by your political party. That's sad that's your identity that that's the identity right now and we can't move forward so anyways so now we've established universal basic income so what what are we doing we're innovating and we're rebuilding the economy we've set a new standard Remember that in order for us, we're doing, think of it, we're, we're doing, we are, we are, all, I know it's, look, we are on a 100 kilometer journey to get to our destination. Right now, we're in the first 10 kilometers, but we're so scared to go through the first two kilometers that a 100 kilometer journey that could have taken us. I don't know, 10 years turned into 100 years. Because every. We, we're dragging this thing out. So, anyway, so we've cut out all the crap. We're saying, hey, you can't pay people below minimum standard of living. It's time to rebuild, you know? Now I can align with the slogan, make such and such good again. Now we've set a new standard. It's time to innovate and rebuild the economy. We have a new standard. And once we do this, now the the goal of any country becomes, so we subsidize companies that can't afford to pay people a minimum standard of living with UBI. So now the goal of every country, of any country becomes, you know, lower the number of people in UBI by creating better businesses, better everything. So it means we're training people to be more more, more innovative, to run successful businesses. It means now international trade opens up. We have more people playing the game. You know, it's right now with how, with what we have with with the existing transportation infrastructure and internet and things like Zoom or whatever, trade international trade shouldn't only happen at a country level you know what I mean individuals there should be international trade just happening right now at a rapid clip people should just be super like things should just be moving around to and fro like like so fast you know people in China should just be doing business with people in Africa doing business with people in Europe people in Europe doing business with people in Africa people in Africa doing business with people in North America. Why? But you see, we don't even have internet infrastructure. That's another thing. People in Africa can, you know, like, their upload speeds, their download speeds. This is, again, this comes back to that, we are pushing 5G in these other countries. That's good. Again, if you isolate it, let me, okay, let's think about it this way. Before 5G, we had first enough speeds whereby we could communicate, let's say within the same country, right? Yes, there's some rural areas that don't have fast internet, they don't have fiber, but let's say 90%, let's look at, let's say the United States, or let's look at Canada. I can communicate with someone across the province with with no internet uh, problems. You see what I mean? Now, companies are thinking, give the locals faster internet to <laughs> it's not like they want it's not like their their communication is really being affected by their internet speeds yes 5g fiber optic 5g it's it's better I get it it has a faster download speed faster plus it, but it's almost like saying um, it's like, okay, we, 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 were, we were at A+, plus and now we're getting A++. Plus plus. Or maybe we are at an A, and now we're getting an A+. Plus. We're still within the same range. So if you're only thinking about the locals, you're not thinking big picture and saying, hey, let us take faster speeds to these countries that don't even have internet, so that we can open up international trade. You can't do business with people in Africa. The internet is so shitty. You can't do a video Zoom call. It costs a fortune to do something like a Zoom call. So you tell me, how is international trade going to be opened up? If you, as a 1st so-called first world country, if all you're thinking about is giving your locals 5G, but you're not putting them in a better position to do business with people around the globe. You're pushing 5G here. How about saying, hey, what can we... Do? Think long-term. Think international. Think global. Spread this 5G thing. It's not, Don't give... That's a problem. I didn't have any issues communicating with anyone in Canada. So for me, I can have 5G or, have, or, or not. It's not affecting my Zoom calls. It's not affecting my WhatsApp calls. It's not affecting... If I want to watch something on Netflix. But you know what it's affecting me from doing? It's affecting me from doing business with someone in Africa, someone in some parts of Asia. Because I can't do business with them because the internet is so shitty. That is innovation. That is what I need. That is what for me that's development. That is progress. That is what I need. I don't need five, I don't need 5G to come in to communicate fast with someone in Ontario and in British Columbia. I want to do business, open up the international trade, give me infrastructure that enables me to do business with someone in Africa. Let's open this thing up. That is the type of thinking that we need. We have to stop thinking in isolation. You have to stop thinking about locals only. Locals travel to these countries. (laughs) <laughs> do not you get it? Locals travels, your locals travel to these other countries where there's no internet, and when they go there, they can't talk to their families back here. We'll take a break and pick up from here. In our next episode, we'll continue talking about the mindset that we need to harbor if we are to successfully overcome the biggest challenges of the 21st century in sectors like housing, infrastructure, manufacturing, healthcare, international, and global trade. This was episode five of the WWE series, the Wild Wild Everywhere series. Your host for today was Calvin Cabanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. if only self is envisioning in the mirror when enemy come round man y'all ain't never gonna message man y'all ain't pushing no blessing unless you want to see it all burn down i don't know what you're doing but you don't know you're sure if you ain't trying to see justice roll down two plays on one stage you're two-faced five shades of fake only one snake don't ever question your methods you made the message a weapon out of our way watch what you say mm-hmm. bury